Hey there, welcome to Rave Culture Cast, your weekly guide to the EDM community, music festivals, and more. Hosted by me, Emma Capotis. Each week, I'll be covering everything from dance music culture, industry news, trending topics, and festival tips, advice, and reviews. You can also expect to hear stories from ravers, artists, business owners, and more. Tune in every Wednesday for your weekly dose of peace, love, unity, and respect. Hey guys, welcome to Rave Culture Cast, your weekly guide to the EDM community, music festivals, and more. I'm your host, Emma Capotis. Happy Wednesday, fam. Welcome to the new podcast setup. First and foremost, I'm so pumped about this. Um, I'm figuring things out. I'm trying to figure out new microphone, new backdrop, all that stuff, but we've got these cute disco balls here, which I'm very, very pumped about. So, and my new little chair. We're very comfy. I'm very excited about it. But um, if you can already tell by today's title, then you know how pumped I am for this episode. I have been trying to get these ladies on the podcast now for a while. Uh, They're one of my favorite artists. And so this was such a pleasure and it was such an amazing conversation, but we will dive into that in just a second. Uh, Let's talk about the elephant in the room which is that EDC is in literally two days. (laughs) Like, can you guys freaking believe it? Uh, I am beyond excited just to say that, like right right off the bat, like literally beyond excited. Um, As you know, this is a huge year for me. I'm co-hosting the Insomniac Radio live stream, um, the official EDC live stream. So I've been recording some bits beforehand, which has been really fucking cool. You guys will hear my voice on the live stream and... I have interviews like all three days lined up with, I, I, I'm, I'm speechless, literally some of the biggest artists in the world. So some of my favorite artists, I yeah, it's gonna be unreal. <laughs> you guys are gonna die. So anyway, I get to enjoy the festival too, which is really cool. So I'm gonna be running around. Um, if you guys wanna see any information on the map and the set times, I do have a video out on my channel now, on my personal YouTube channel, so you guys know my plans and all that good stuff. And then really quickly, the couple announcements I wanna make about EDC before we dive in here. Um, I am hosting a meetup inside Camp EDC. It's gonna be Thursday night at 7 p.m. behind the Camp EDC Globe Fountain. So just come meet there Thursday night at 7 p.m. before the pre-party. Um, and then right after that, I'm helping the beatbox and lunchbox meetup, which is at 8.30 p.m., and that's in front of the roller disco. So I'm doing essentially two meetups on Thursday night. Um, I'm sorry I can't do any inside the festival this year. I'm fully focusing on work and just work uh, and just going to enjoy this experience. So that's everything you guys need to know. Um, before we dive in here, I wanted to share a quick message from a friend of the podcast who is Lunatics. Um, some of you guys might know, like basically all of my glitter, face gems, body gems, um, hair extensions are all from Lunatics. They're a small business in this space. I absolutely love working with them. I've been an ambassador for them for a couple years now and um, really incredible. So if you guys want really beautiful like custom face gems, like I said, they have these beautiful uh, butterfly body gems that I love, pasties, and again, any of like the hair extensions I've been using lately that have different colors and tinsel strands in them, which are gorgeous are Lunatics, so I wanted to shout them out. Um, You can shop them with the link down below, and my discount code is Emma K if you guys want to save 10% off on your orders. So that's everything off the top here. Our listener of the week, I wanted to shout out a longtime supporter of the podcast, um, Alex Onda, who goes by at alex.matthew.onda on Instagram. 
Alex is an incredible member of this community and I've had the chance to meet him at a couple events so far. He's a Lunchbox fam member, he's a content creator now as well. Um, and it's just been really nice getting to know him. He's a really genuine person and I just think that he deserves a shout out today. So Alex, you are my listener of the week. I hope you have an awesome day today. Uh, it's been nice getting to know you and I hope to see you at a festival soon. So um, if you guys wanna nominate your own listener of the week, so you can email me at raveculturecast at gmail.com. That's raveculturecast at gmail.com or we have a listener of the week channel in our discord group so you can also like drop any recommendations there as well if you want to shout somebody out i'm more than happy to read that on the podcast so with all that being said you guys let me just set the scene here and introduce today's guest okay so today i want to introduce my guest to you guys like i said this is a huge deal for me um we have gem and tori on the podcast I absolutely love them. I discovered them, um, I believe it was in 2019, obviously through Seven Lions. He's my favorite artist, but um, Emma is Jeff's wife and Courtney is their girlfriend. And you guys are going to hear their story today about how um, they evolved from a personal relationship to working together and making music together. But it's a really cool story. Um, And it was just really nice chatting with them about how they've embraced, you know, going through quarantine where they did all of these live streams and like really got to know their fans and build a loyal fan base to like coming out of that. And now they're releasing a ton of new music. They're on the Ophelia Records label. They have EDC coming up this weekend and they're playing the opening time slot at Kinetic Field, which is fucking nuts. So they're doing really, really big things. And I actually had them as my artist to watch. I think it was in 2021. Um, love, love, love their music. Really cool direction they're going in. I just saw them for the first time at Project Glow um, last month, and it was such a fun set. So like I said, I'm a big fan. I think they're awesome human beings. So the fact that they got to come on the podcast and I got to meet them and chat with them was amazing. So I want you guys to hear their stories, uh, learn a little bit about them, and please go show them some love and support. All their information will be linked down below. Stream their music, show up to their EDC set. It's going to be a good time. I'm going to be hanging out there, so I hope to see you guys there. But with all that being said, please join me in welcoming Jem and Tori to the podcast. Hey guys, welcome back. So today I am joined by two very special ladies in the dance music industry who have built um, a very loyal following from doing crazy live streams during quarantine to amazing releases on Ophelia Records um, to huge performances on some of the biggest stages in the U.S. Um, Not only are they extremely talented, but they're also very good human beings as well. So I can't wait to share their music and their stories with you today. Uh, So please join me in welcoming Gem and Tori to the podcast. Hi, guys. Hi, guys. Thank you for having us. My voice is a little scratchy because I'm sick today, but I'm here. (laughs) Thank you so much because I've been watching your um, community grow for such a long time. And I, I love what you've done. Thank you. I just, I really admire how you really bring everybody together. The community is super cool. So I appreciate you you. giving us the time to talk with you. Of course. Yeah, no, it's been awesome. There were like, there weren't so too many, I mean, I don't know, like too many like female YouTubers or podcasters, like in this space. And I was like, somebody needs to step up and like be that person. So it feels cool to do that. And it's even like better just to like, I didn't do interviews in the beginning, but now I I prefer it because I like having people on to like share their stories too and your knowledge with other people as well, especially I'm sure there are going to be people listening 
who want to be in your position one day as well. So we'll, we'll dive in, into some tips and advice, but do you lose your voice often? Cause I can imagine with your <laughs> schedule, you guys must like always be <laughs> okay, like party so girl the funny voice. The thing is I haven't <laughs> lost my voice in years. Okay. <laughs> except, except for when I was going to do this interview with you and then yeah. I went away that day and we've rescheduled three times and I finally was like, I just need to do this. Yeah. yeah. Sure people will understand. Oh, hundred percent. Scratchy, but you know, I'm here. Yeah. It's all good. No, as long as you're feeling good. I call it party girl voice on the podcast because every time I come back from a festival <laughs> and I do my review, I usually record it right after. And it's just like, I go back and listen and I don't sound like the same person. So yeah. Honestly, <laughs> it happens. At Project Glow, I finally had a day to like go attend the festival and just enjoy myself. Mm-hmm. And I think it was probably that day because <laughs> I yeah. was screaming having so much fun with everybody, screaming all the songs, yep. running around. And I don't do that very much because it's very much like a quick schedule for us, like an mm-hmm. in and out sort of thing. So yeah. I don't know. I guess my little voice wasn't used to the raving like I used to. Yeah. <laughs> the house stage did you in? Yeah. Oh, my God. It was so loud over there, too. But no, pro- can we talk about Project Glow a little bit? How? What did you guys think of that whole weekend? Like, that was my first time seeing you and. Um, I think I said to you, like, I thought when I first started listening to you, it was a more, a little bit like melodic kind of house, but you guys threw down, I was on Spotify looking up IDs after that set. So how was that experience? I wasn't really, um, sure what to think about it either because it was mm-hmm. the first, first year festival and those are always, um, a little bit, they make me nervous a little bit. Yeah. We've got a, a guest. Um, Aww. <laughs> but I really enjoyed it. I thought the I thought the lineup was done really well. I love mm-hmm. puppy. <laughs> I love um, I love that there was only two stages because I feel like that makes things really easy. Mm-hmm. And I really liked watching everybody play from like us to Jeff. Mm-hmm. And it's always really good to see the Cruella girls. Um, we go way back with them, with Jeff doing his yeah. tour with them. And and um, it was super fun. I really liked it. I thought the crowd response to our set was amazing. Mm-hmm. I really wasn't expecting that. And I got to see a lot of like familiar faces in the crowd that yeah. I don't ever see on the West Coast. So it was That's cool. awesome. If we were raving were- in the rain in our ponchos yeah, too. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I was just going to say, if you were there, you know, it was pouring down rain when we started. So. Yeah. I was actually really nervous sitting in the green room before we went on stage. I was like, oh, my God, nobody's going to come. It's like Mm -hmm. pouring down rain right now. And when I got up on stage and saw that there was actually people there, (laughs) like, wow, guys, thanks for coming because they love you. Uncomfortable for the never underestimate the festival goers. Well, I know it's pretty cool. (laughs) This is very true. We we thought the same thing, too, though, because we left early. And we were like, we don't care. We got the ponchos ready to go. And we went over to the house stage first. And there was like literally people dancing in sync, doing like a conga line through the crowd, like everything. And that made me like set the tone for the day because I was like, people just want to have fun and they don't care and they make the most of it in this community. And I was like, that just put me because you're like cold and wet. And then I saw that and I was like, no, it's going to be a great day. Like we're going to make the most of it. Oh, that's so fun. It wasn't too cold. Like No, no. It was it was a spring rain for sure, so I mm-hmm. wasn't like too uncomfortable, but I was definitely questioning my outfit choice. But yeah, <laughs> <same>. <laughs> out there in a skirt in the rain, like, Woo. 
<laughs> oh my God. No, it was, it was so good. And now like, right, right. When this episode comes out, um, we're gearing up for EDC. This is like the, the big, big weekend, especially on my podcast. Like this is my super bowl for the whole year. So we're ready to go, but you guys are going to be playing on Friday. So what's the prep like, and how are you guys feeling right now? Right now, <laughs> nervous. Yeah. yeah, it's really big for us. Obviously, mm-hmm. I yeah. mean, last year we were on an art car. Granted, it was mm-hmm. a, it was a big, like, nice art car, but still, like, I remember we were talking to our um, we were talking to our booking agent. Like, we really want to play EDC this year. I don't know if we could get on a bigger stage, but it'd be cool to make it happen. We were kind of looking at Sonic Bloom. And they mm. sent us the offer and they're like, so we couldn't get you on Sonic Bloom, but we got you on main stage. And yeah. Like, I remember just st- sitting back and staring at my computer for like five minutes. I was like, what? Right, right, right. How did this happen? You know, that'll have to do. But I guess we'll yeah. do that. <laughs> I think I'm going to have to confirm that one. Yeah, yeah. Our, wow. agent, our agent was like, sorry, couldn't get you, but, and I was like, what do you mean, sorry? <laughs> that is so wild. That's yeah. so cool. I mean, it's, I can't wait to see the design. Like we don't, at this point, we don't know like what anything's going to look like no. yet, but that's like one of my favorite parts is like walking into EDC and seeing what they do with the main stage design. The reveal of the main stage and us being able to be the first ones to play on it that, mm-hmm. well, for the weekend. For the whole weekend. Yep. Yeah, is... I'm excited. <sighs> And yeah. daytime. <laughs> daytime vibes with Gem and Tori are always fun too. Yes. So. Oh no, it's gonna be so good. And especially too, because like I, I was just there, you guys were there too in October, which I still felt like the full EDC experience. I know people were saying like, oh, it's an off year because it's not the normal time, but I guess now like it's it's back in full swing. Like mm-hmm. every, you know, we're past a lot of things now. So I think it'll feel like a nice reunion, which will be good. So that will kind of set the tone sure. for the weekend. Yeah. We actually are going to release that set from last year today. Yeah. Oh, nice. I was going to post it after this interview with you so people can kind of listen to it and get pumped up for the set. Mm-hmm. But you asked about yes. the prep for it and everything. Yeah. Um, it's hard to prep for such a big show because you want mm-hmm. it to be like so perfect that I think I might be overthinking everything. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, they gave us a kind of a small time slot. So it's like, how are we going to make the statement that we want to make in 40 mm-hmm. minutes, you know, because right. it's a short time slot, but we're going to, you know, it'll be fun. We're going to have a lot of fun and we have a new song coming out the week mm-hmm. after EDC. So nice. we're going to slip that in there and yeah. give a little sneak peek. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Um, yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm really excited too. It's um, this set we've been working on and like fine tuning it for a couple months now yeah that's exciting and so cool um, yeah my favorite part is the intro so far it's really it's a really fun intro so I can't wait your visuals everything was so beautiful at this like at the project glow set like everything came together so well um and like I said it was like so much more upbeat than I thought it was going to be so I'm a house head so I absolutely loved it um no so I'm so pumped we we will all be there rave culture cast audience better be there first set of the weekend yeah. <laughs> i'm counting on you guys so awesome well i'm i'm really pumped for edc i think you guys are gonna be amazing anything else in store that weekend do you get to go enjoy or are you only there on friday actually friday is gonna <clears throat> be super fun because we open and then jeff's like uh mm-hmm. playing closer to close and mm-hmm. long day long yep. day and then um courtney and i are gonna go saturday um 
probably go out with Jason Ross and nice. um, just go hang and walk around and get to see some people. Um, so we'll be we'll be bopping around on Saturday. Nice. Yeah, oh my I'm gosh. really excited. We don't really get to go explore without working very much. It's mm-hmm. usually like a, and I've always loved festivals. Like they've always been the most important thing to to me in my life. You know, it mm-hmm. was always just get through the work week so I could go to a rave on the weekends. It's all <laughs> yeah. I wanted to do. And then getting into this industry has been kind of bittersweet because making your favorite thing work is a bit hard sometimes because you have to transition from being able to enjoy every aspect of running around with all of your friends to like mm-hmm. now it's work. So we not have that it's not fun. It's, but it is but fun. yeah, it's different. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you know, and Jeff's been Jeff and Emma have been doing this a really long time. So being at a festival for the entire duration of the festival is a lot of energy. Mm-hmm. And we usually have a new festival to go to the next day and we gotta keep it moving quickly. So I rarely get to just enjoy other artist sets mm-hmm. the way that I used to. And I'm really excited for that for EDC because we get to just go attend it on Saturday. And there's a lot of people I want to see um, mm-hmm. that I'm really excited to just go have fun. Like, yeah, I, and know, enjoy. Oh, it's awesome. Braver, like I want to be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's so cool. I, I feel like pop off about this topic. I'm so glad you yeah. said that because it is, it's so different. I haven't been doing this that long, but it's so funny. Somebody said to me, they were like, you'll see the transition from listening and then to talking. They were like, you'll spend almost the whole time talking to people instead of like actually listening, which is a great thing because you're networking and you're getting your name out there. But we all love music at the end of the day. So you're also like, well, I want to go off and uh, enjoy the sets and be inspired. So yeah. I mean, how do you guys feel now like with your schedule and everything like that going on like how do you find a balance between between everything that you're doing I I was actually I'm still working on the balance but Mm -hmm. I I feel like you know we just came back from Forbidden Kingdom and we spent because we were on the east coast we spent the week in Florida with Jeff's parents before he played Forbidden Kingdom in Orlando Mm -hmm. we just got back and then we have like a two-week turnaround before EDC which is nice because I was like okay I'm gonna take some days Mm -hmm. that are just mine and like I need to get like I want to like do x y and z like I spent like three days in the garden like getting ready Mm -hmm. for summer and then I was like okay Friday can like kick off a week long like so Mm -hmm. a week long like prep so I think that it's important to like prioritize like your your non mm-hmm. your non-work non- work stuff yeah um, yeah beforehand before you jump right back into some prep and even if that's like a couple hours luckily I had like three days mm-hmm. um, but it just makes me feel m- so much more excited to like get if I do something like for myself that like mm-hmm. only Emma likes to do and then I can like feel really excited to jump back into like set creating and working on music and writing and stuff like that so for sure it's definitely a creative flow you have to get into also which I've always been in sales so I've been very like push all the time get right constantly (laughs) like I come back to a fest from a festival my real estate partner's taking my business for the weekend and then I'm straight back into real estate for the week and I'm helping people and then when I feel creative I'm like all right you take the business I'm gonna work on Mm. music and it's just a constant 
thing for me. So it's been a bit overwhelming at times and I'm learning how to manage my hobbies as well. Like mm-hmm. I'm learning how to play guitar and I really enjoy it a lot. And that's awesome. Trying to dabble in learning how to play piano. And I really like that. And, you know, I like going on hikes and walks with my dog and I feel like getting out in nature more is super, super important for resetting, especially mm-hmm. after a festival, just like going out alone into the woods is like my favorite thing ever. Yeah. I think I'm learning the balance still, managing two careers plus two relationships Mm -hmm. plus, you know, having any time for myself is hard sometimes. But yeah, um, yeah, I think the most important thing to remember is like inspiration comes in waves Mm -hmm. and not to push it. You know, when you're feeling yeah. inspired, put down what you're doing and go work on the thing that is inspiring you. And if you're not inspired, then don't push it, you know, go do something else and right. kind of work with that flow. And I think I'm starting to finally learn that and not pressure myself. Like I'll sit with Ableton in front of my computer and I'm like, I need to make a song, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> it doesn't work until... I'm listening to music and then I feel inspired. I'm like, okay, that's what I'm going to go do. And then I sit down and work on it, you know? Right, right. Yeah. It comes in waves and you got to let it flow. And I think that's the most important thing I've learned. Um, Mm -hmm. Juggling all the things, you know? Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's like, we're literally feels like professional multitaskers. I swear. I feel like everybody has so many projects going on at the same time. And I forget, I'm very into like tarot cards and I've do a lot of readings and things like that. And they always say like, when you're always go, 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 you leave like no room for you to get like downloads or new ideas because you're, you don't create space in your head to even have like new thoughts. So it's so important. Like I I can imagine having three days of gardening that that puts you in a Zen place. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's like a whole, I picture like stage Emma. Now I'm picturing gardening Emma. This is a whole new Emma unlocked. (laughs) Just like three days ago, she's looking out the kitchen window, like my summer, my summer project's going to be creating a rock garden. Three days later, rock garden is done. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, you got to make time for it though. But I mean, actually, it's funny that you said the thing about hiking, because I feel like every time I see you guys on social media, when you have your breaks, you're off doing like something outdoorsy or something. Is that kind of like a good like hobby of yours? Is that something you like to fit in, especially when you're on tours too? Yeah, I I think so. I mean, more so now that the weather's getting better Mm -hmm. out here in Seattle, but it's rare occasion in the winter (laughs) yeah usually binge watching something we've already seen yeah (laughs) (laughs) Harry Potter (laughs) nice nice you ski Um, or do you snowboard because I know you guys do post about that a lot too I do I convinced these two to switch from snowboarding to skiing to skiing okay and so yeah I don't think you snowboarded this year that much no, it's funny because snowboarding's always been like the most important thing in my life to me at times. Mm-hmm. It's, I've been doing it for like 15 years because I've always lived in Seattle and an hour from one of the best mountains. So I've been okay. doing it since I was a little kid. But Emma was skiing and then Jess started skiing and I was like, well, I don't want to be left out. So right. I, <laughs> I started skiing and now I love it. And it's yeah. just more of an even body workout to me. So it's really fun to be able to do both. And if I get sore on one, I can switch to the other. And mm-hmm. um, I don't think I touched my snowboard twice this year. It was wow. mostly skiing. So that's a big part of our lives for sure. Yes, definitely. Oh, that's so cool. And you said too, I mean, I'm 
curious for both of you, you said you were always looking forward to like a rave or festival on the weekend. So were you always like imagining a career like in this industry or in music or did you have other plans for yourself? I had completely different plans. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I mean, I played instruments when I was younger, but I never thought that, I mean, mm-hmm. I always knew that Jeff would have a career in some form of music, um, but I never thought that I would. I always thought I would end up in medicine. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> Which so you crazy. Did. I did for a long time. Yeah. Um, Dude, that's a lot of schooling. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Remember where there's anything wrong with the animals, though. Emma goes into vet. Oh, remembers it all. And it helps yeah. <laughs> Were you going to school to be a vet? Or no, no, they don't make any money. Right. <laughs> um, no, I was a technician. And okay. Um, yeah. Technicians can sometimes make the same amount as techs mm-hmm. without the overwhelming debt of school. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really didn't want to go into that much debt for school. So, um, yeah becoming a tech was the easier route for me, the more cost effective route. Mm-hmm. And I did that for seven and a half years. Wow. Um, okay. Yeah. And you supported Jeff's passion for a long time until you, you know, he finally started taking off and you kind of, <laughs> mm-hmm. and she started tour managing for Jeff yeah. pretty much. Yep. Yeah. It was, it was a lot all at once. Yeah. Yeah, I was at home working at the clinic and he was on the road and it just became like really hard because mm-hmm. we were never together and we were like yeah. always together when we were younger. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of like a we got to readjust this. And sure. I just went out a couple of times and then he was like, well, this is so much more enjoyable when I have someone with me. Mm-hmm. And um, we weren't in the position to be like hiring a tour manager, you know, sure. Well, yeah. So, um, so yeah, I just jumped in and was like, I'm not just going to go on the road with you and just like go on the road. I, right. I, I like do something, <laughs> you know, so sure. I think that's really how Gem and Tori came to be because mm. I met, I don't know, I, people, a lot of people know how we met, but I can kind of tell you mm-hmm. the story again. Emma and I met at a Burning Man fundraiser in 2018 and we just became really good friends and we're hanging out mm-hmm. all the time. And then our friendship kind of blossomed into a romantic relationship. Um, and then we actually, I went and met them on the road and Emma was opening for one of Jeff's, Jeff's tours with mm-hmm. Emma and the Jaybirds. So it was her and Jason. I've Ross. seen Emma and the Jaybirds in yeah. Brooklyn. It was a fucking great time. Yeah. yeah it was super cute. And I saw her up there and I had been like just DJing house parties and stuff. Like I never okay. thought that I would do anything with music really, but I've mm-hmm. always loved to DJ because I've always loved music and it's fun sharing mm-hmm. with people and dancing and stuff. Um, but when we started hanging out more and our relationship started blossoming, Jeff was playing all these shows and I was on the road with them, but mm-hmm. I couldn't really justify taking all the time off work to right. join along for these shows. So there was a lot of times I was just hanging back and they would go on tour and mm-hmm. I felt like I was kind of missing out, but I said, you know, the only way that I can really feel good about this is if we are playing music also, you mm-hmm. know, like if there's shows that we can open up and we can kind of build a brand for ourselves, then I would feel better about, um, you know, not just being a groupie, I guess. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. <laughs> well, being on the road more. Bring a purpose to. Yeah. You know, so to your time, yeah. To my time. Mm-hmm. And 
it was something that I always kind of wanted to do was starting a DJ project. Mm-hmm. I just never, I don't know. I guess I just didn't pursue it because I didn't really know if I could do it. And sure. I think Emma was like, I guess we were the inspiration for each other that we mm-hmm. needed to actually start the project that we did. And our first show was in uh, Denver at Mission Ballroom in 2019. Jeff had a show that they needed an opener for. And Emma and I went up there as a different name. Yeah. <laughs> we won't get into the name. Yeah. <laughs> and um, we played our first time together. And it was so scary because the stage was huge. And I had never been on a stage like oh, that Oh, gosh. I can't even imagine. It was I was so scared. And we had yeah. no set planned. Like, we did not know what we were doing. We just played songs as we felt like it. Mm-hmm. But it actually went it was really fun and I felt like it was received really well. And that show kind of blossomed into, okay, this went really well and our chemistry is really good together. Mm-hmm. We should come up with a name and like do this. Do it. Yeah. And so Emma came up with the name Gem and Tori because we're both into astrology and tarot cards and yes. witchy stuff too. <laughs> came to the right place. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so as soon as she said Gem and Tori, I was like, that's it. Mm-hmm. Like, I love that. It's and- funny because Jeff was sitting there when I was going because I had like I've been thinking all day about these names and I had like this long list of names mm-hmm. and I think Gem and Tori was like number three on the list. But as I was going down the list, I skipped Gem and Tori and waited till I was done. I was like, and the last one. And Jeff was like, well, that's the one because you waited. You waited. Yeah. To say that one. And mm-hmm. I was like, okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You knew subconsciously. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And it's been fun. And, you know, as a lot of people know, right, as we started our career, the world shut down. Mm -hmm. So everything became online, live streaming. Um, And then Jeff's management kind of pushed us all into doing a weekly live stream, Mm -hmm. which was the best thing that ever happened to any of us. Because I, before that, was so nervous to be on the camera. (laughs) I didn't want to hear myself talk. I didn't want anyone to see me like that. Yeah. I was really nervous in the beginning to be on camera, but I felt like every, and Emma was so cute because they've been doing interviews and things for so long and it's, yeah. so you know, um, like, what do I do with my hands? You know? Right. You're like making <laughs> breakfast. It was yeah. so nice. <laughs> yeah. It was really fun. And I think that gave us a lot of the confidence of, um, like putting sets together for the visions streams. We had mm-hmm. to put so many sets together for that. So that really made us good at putting sets together and music selection. And I think with all that time, we kind of honed in on what our sound was going to be. Mm-hmm. What did we really want to give the world? Like there's so many directions we could have gone in. Cause we like right. bass house. We like tech house. We like yep. stuff. I like trance drum and bass. Like, yeah (laughs) you know and when you're starting a project it's like what sound I like all this kind of music what sound do we really want to make for ourselves Mm -hmm. I think that's why Gem and Tori doesn't really fit in a box as much Mm -hmm. we're like sometimes too melodic for bass house but too bassy for Anjuna right (laughs) kind of have our own realm I guess which is a little bit hard sometimes but I mean um, I would say that Ophelia is like that in general yeah that's true Mm -hmm. Very, very true yeah fluid between mm-hmm. across all the artists I think yeah. for sure yeah 
which is nice. I feel like you're seeing, I was just having this conversation at project low too. Cause we were talking about another artist and we were saying like how, I mean, I'm personally getting really into like deep house and more melodic techno, but then we were having this like debate about there's like melodic trance now, which kind of sounds like parts of melodic house. And I was like, it's all the same. They all blur together. I don't know the differences anymore, but it's so true. I mean, it all sounds good. And if it feels good to you guys, I feel like you shouldn't have to like limit yourself to picking a genre and like sticking to it. Plus I'm sure your live sets, you can be a little bit different too than what you're producing as well. For sure. I mean, if we're playing on these, we've played on a couple of main stages now and I don't want to put them to sleep. They're at mm-hmm. for a reason. You yeah, know? yeah. So like, I'm not making breakfast in my kitchen anymore. So yeah, like, yeah. Facts. Yeah. Yep, yep. And I think our if you see us playing like a brunch set, it probably mm-hmm. will be a little bit more melodic than like, you know, a main stage set is probably going to be a little bit heavier because what are we going to want to dance to on main stage? We're probably mm-hmm. going to be getting after it to some like heavier house. Yeah. Sure. So, sure. That's yeah. kind of the direction it's taken us in um, after the live streaming. I think our streams were a little bit more mellow because people were just sitting in their house. Mm-hmm. But now that we have uh, moved to bigger stages, I think our sound has evolved a bit to mm-hmm. be like, what do we want to stand up there and dance to? Is yeah. Really yeah. That being yeah. said, though, like we are still doing run shows, mm-hmm. which I love. Um we're playing in San Francisco next month, um, and that's going to be a brunch show. Awesome. That's going to be fun, too. It'll be a little bit heavier of a brunch show, but I'm, nice. I'm really excited to go back to Midway. They That was our first show, our mm-hmm. first show back after quarantine last year. Our first headlining show ever. Yeah. And wow, okay. It was really cool. Everybody was in their robes, and they had champagne, and I was like, <laughs> get Wait, it. I was going to say, we're talking brunch here, so is this at like 11 a.m. or at like 12 or something? It's a, I think it starts at one or something like that. It's yeah. The <laughs> You're telling me I get mimosas and I get yes. to go to bed on time. And they have yes. a full breakfast brunch menu too. Oh, that's amazing. Bring it to you outside. It's amazing. Oh, that's sick. Yeah. yeah. It's fun. Um, yeah. yeah. I came in. <laughs> I'm, I'm super excited for EDC though. I just like mm-hmm. can't even wrap my head around how crazy it is that it's all just happening fast sometimes, you know, it's happening so fast. I mean, and the other thing I'm thinking too, with the live streams, I mean, like just a side note on that, like it was just so nice to have those at the time and people like jumped on them pretty quickly, which was really great, especially in this community. But I just felt like it was so intimate and not just with your guys' stream, but it was like, you never see the side of people. You're never in their home making breakfast. Like it just felt like such a community. And I'm sure you guys had so many like hardcore fans like in the chat with you every single week who you probably recognize their usernames um after a while too but it's like it's just so amazing to have that community and then to go to EDC it's cool because you're probably gonna have so many new people who maybe not don't know you yet but are going to get introduced to you for the first time so it is a completely different audience but you're also going to have so many people that became fans of you guys during that time so it was like you know a blessing in disguise, I think. Oh, I think it was a total blessing. Like, mm-hmm. it was a little scary at first, but I feel like also I needed a break. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> I was experiencing massive burnout. I like, I was to a point where like I would leave for a week or so, and I was like crying when I was leaving. So I was, oh like, yeah, just, you know, and then like 
I had my break and now I'm like pumped up. And ready You're to good. Back at it. Yeah. Because you were touring for like nine years or something before that break. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. So That's I've so never much. done that. This is all new to <laughs> right. me. You know? Yeah. So I'm, I'm sure you guys were so burnt out because now I'm on year one and I'm just like, can I just have a week at home? You know? <laughs> right. Right. It's a lot yeah. Sometimes, but it's super fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and now you guys, I mean, for the most part, are you normally all with each other? Cause I'm sure that, like you said, it's harder when you're apart. Like my, my husband isn't into festivals or raving and I go to a lot of shows and stuff. And like, I always miss him so much when I go to events, but then it's like so nice when you come home. Cause like the heart, you know, what is it grows fonder when you're apart? Something like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes. Absence make the heart grow fonder. That was what I was looking for, but no, I mean, is it nice? Because at least I guess my question is actually like, how does that work with you guys? Because you are working together, you're on the same label, but then you also have your personal relationship too. So how do you find a balance? So it's not always like chatting about work. Mm. It's a good question. Yeah. It's because it <laughs> we're figuring it out. <laughs> she had to talk in therapy and she's yeah. like, yeah, hey, girl, I don't want our relationship to be all business. Like mm-hmm. we need to have like Emma Courtney time too, mm-hmm. our personal relationship level. And so let's come up with a time of the week that we talk about Gem and Tori or mm-hmm. if you want to talk about Gem and Tori, say, I have something I want to talk to you about with the business. Can we talk later? And mm-hmm. so it's not just because I'm always having ideas. My ADD is real bad. <laughs> by the way. Also, she'll work, she'll work for like 15 hours a day. Yeah. Like, I just like don't work that way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, uh, so I'm at like one in the morning. I'm texting my manager. Like I have a merch idea, you know, literally me. Yeah. Go to sleep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So it's been good, but we always, the three of us all travel together everywhere. So Mm -hmm. for now, yeah, we're together a lot, but there's actually a few shows that are conflicting for Gem and Tori and seven lions this year where we're Mm going to have to separate a little bit more. And, Mm -hmm. um, Honestly, I'm kind of excited for some girl time. I love yeah, I was gonna say, but <laughs> um, yeah, we we manage it pretty well in the small quarters of the hotel rooms and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, for the most part, you know, our therapist is amazing, also. But <laughs> love is. that. Could not plug. Oh my god, therapy yeah. is the best. I couldn't best. support that anymore. There is yeah. If you could so invest important. in two things for yourself, mm-hmm. it would be. A great therapist and a really good pair of noise canceling headphones. Mm. <laughs> and I think that you're set after that. Like you yep. can handle anything. <laughs> yep. Oh, hundred percent. I'm so glad you just said I can. Oh, yeah. That and I, I thought you were gonna say earplugs too, but here for earplugs as well. <laughs> yeah, that too. Yeah. Oh no. I mean, I wanted to ask a little bit about self self care as well. Like, what what do you guys do to like unwind and relax. I know you mentioned gardening as well, but, um, anything else to kind of balance because it is such a demanding job for you. It is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, I love just taking naps. Like I'll just like come home and I'll be like, I'm not doing anything today except like Mm -hmm. napping, waking up, making food, drinking water, going back to sleep. Like I really enjoy my naps. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I love that. And a good bubble bath is never going to hurt. You're super artsy too. Like you get your sewing machine out and you do yeah. arts and crafts a lot and you like to paint, which is cute. Yeah. Love it. I do do a lot of that. Yeah. Yeah. Very I'm, therapeutic. Yeah. It's hard when people ask me that because I'm like the fun – taking a break is like not on my schedule. Right. <laughs> it's, it's so hard. Yeah. 
but I honestly like it. I really mm -hmm. like, I'm very driven and I just love to learn new things. Mm -hmm. So if I'm not doing like a money-making activity, mm -hmm. I like to, I like to watch Ableton videos and yeah. to play guitar and stuff. But I think I'm learning to just take a break and like go outside. And I think that's, definitely one of my favorite things because it's the only way I can truly reset and mm -hmm. turn my brain off because I don't really like tv I don't like yeah. staring at a screen for a long time I feel like I'm just wasting time so yeah like tv shows some of them are funny we just finished my flag our flag means death and I love that show it's hilarious Ooh, what's that on <clears throat> it's on hulu right? okay yeah so hulu it's hulu or hbo it's kind of like what we do yeah. in the shadows if you haven't seen that that's I've heard that hilarious. okay office okay love it the <clears throat> director producer is taika waititi and he is he did thor ragnarok and like the marvel mm -hmm. realm and his his humor is very he also did guardians of the galaxy and his humor is just very that okay kind of humor and i i really appreciate it and it just is like brain fluff i call it okay <laughs> It's awesome. pretty much the only TV I can sit down and watch. They actually get frustrated with me sometimes because they want to watch a movie and I'm just like, I have ADD really bad and I, okay. it's hard for me to deal with sometimes, but yeah. <laughs> ideas pop in my head and I'm like writing them down. Like every five minutes I have my phone out, like, oh my God, my calendar or whatever, but gotta get it um, down. Wait, what are your big three, by the way? I need to like pause because I know you're a tourist, Emma, which makes a lot of sense, <laughs> but what do you know? Yeah. What is your rising and your moon? My rising is Sagittarius and my moon Ooh. is Taurus also. Oh, okay. I'm also Double a Taurus Earth. moon. Oh, nice. nice. Yeah. Okay. What were you? Um, I'm a Gemini sun, Scorpio moon, Libra rising. Ooh, okay. I, I have to look this up. That makes sense. A Gemini. That, okay. I'm yeah. a, Pi yeah, I'm a Pisces sun, uh, Cancer rising, Taurus moon. So I cry all the time. Yeah, <laughs> Sensitive ass bitch. Yeah. But that's yeah, yeah. the thing is like I have no earth in mm. my signs. Yeah. Which it makes a lot of sense on a personality because <laughs> I'm, I'm very like reaching for just opportunities and things mm -hmm. out there all the time. And Emma keeps me grounded. Mm -hmm. You know, she's it's just a good balance. Like, We're doing this now. Just calm down. Go yeah. take a nap or something, you know. <laughs> It's a good bell. I mean, musically too, though, like I know, um, Courtney, you're getting into production now, but like, even just when you guys sit down to like approach a track or a set, like how do you guys balance each other out that way too? Well, that took some learning. Yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but we have a lot of shared Google drive folders and so mm -hmm. we'll search for music separately and then just like drop them in the box and then we'll be able to like together like pull them out and arrange them and we'll mm -hmm. sit together and like she'll do half and then I'll do half and put them in arrangement and then mm -hmm. um because she's a little bit of a control freak right. <laughs> <laughs> you are too we gotta, we gotta really like separate to work on transitions okay Two control freaks together owning a business yeah and we're in a relationship Love yeah <laughs> Yeah. Well, on the outside, you guys look like you're thriving. So no, I think we are. I think once yeah. we figured out what we were able to do separately and then mm -hmm. come 
together, I think that's when like the whole process really changed for the better because there was a lot of butting heads in the beginning of us mm-hmm. hovering over the same computer, like, no, put this one there, no, put that one there, no transition mm-hmm. at this point, blah, 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 blah. And I think that putting every dumping everything in, arranging it together where our ears aren't getting super tired mm-hmm. and then separately going off and doing transitions in that way if like I'm working on transition and it's doing my head in yeah I can just skip it and mm-hmm. work on something else and that way I don't get so fatigued and I know that Courtney will probably have an idea for that transition or, or something like that gotcha yeah. yeah we've evolved to work together pretty well too and mm-hmm. just like delegating things like when it comes to creating our music um Emma is a way better songwriter than I am. Mm. So she takes, she works with the vocalist and she'll do a lot of the lyrics. And then I'll work with producers and work more with the, the instrumental aspect of the song. Mm-hmm. And then Emma will do more of the songwriting aspect. So cool. it's cool that we both have these things that we're good at. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, cause we would never step on each other's toes, I guess, in that way. Like right. we'll have input for each other, but ultimately like that part is up to her and mm-hmm. she's more creative when it comes to like the merch and the visuals and like, you know, the look of Gem and Tori cause she's the, sure. she's the creative of that. And I'm, you know, so mm-hmm. it's, it's cool that we've kind of found our, our place that makes us comfortable and that we enjoy within the brand. Right. Like we're going to do a photo shoot coming up and she's like, how do you want to style the shoot? And I'm like, that's Emma. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Don't ask me about fashion because I just want her to dress me and I will show up, you know. Perfect. There's some convincing when it comes to the the styling. Styling. I have to like, just trust me. Right. <laughs> no, it's good. It's great. I've been looking at you guys too because I've, I would, was talking this about this on my YouTube channel. Like, I'm working a lot more events now. And so I'm, I don't, you know, feel as comfortable in like the little rave outfits that I would normally wear. wear. And I literally was pulling up photos of you guys. I was like, what did Gem and Tori wear to their shows? And like, I need to find, I need to find something that's like cool and edgy, but like, I feel comfortable interviewing people in. So, no, I mean, definitely inspiring people on that side too. So. Thanks. That's Keep awesome. I have a good friend of mine is actually custom making our EDC outfits. Oh, that's so cool. And she's amazing. And so yeah. definitely wanted to go like neon, a little more neon mm-hmm. vibe, but like, you know. Still you. I'm not, I'm never going to be the girl that wears <laughs> yeah. like tiny little. Animals. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anymore. I yeah. But. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> But yeah, it's going to be super fun. I can't wait to un- unveil these outfits. Courtney hasn't I even don't seen know. them yet. I'm oh, wow. <laughs> oh my God. No, I'm so excited. I mean, yeah, you got a lot of big things. I mean, even like looking forward to like the rest of this year and the future for you guys, like just growing as artists. I mean, I want to talk about the Ophelia fam too, because it's pretty cool to see you collaborating with other artists who are on the Ophelia label and stuff. But what's the, that community been like for you? Cause I know you did a huge tour in the fall, the Pantheon tour, but what's it like being a part of the Ophelia fam? They're such great guys. They're my favorite people. Like every single one of the people on the label that I've met is an amazing person. Like Mm -hmm. I'm really, Sam's like one of my best friends now. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And it's so fun hanging out with him on tour. And 
you know, it can be really lonely touring sometimes when you yeah. don't have any friends on the road and you're in all these random cities and it's just like the show and back to the hotel room and you kind of want to hang out with people too, but mm -hmm. you don't know anybody in the area. And so the Pantheon tour was super fun to feel like we had our crew with us the whole time. Yeah. yeah. yeah our friends with us. They're also very um, welcoming and they're very like if we have questions on production or like a song or if we mm -hmm. need like somebody else's ear, um, we're always really open to helping us and understand that we're learning and like, mm -hmm. Don't. Nobody's ever tried to mansplain anything to us. Right. <laughs> really thankful. Good. Yeah, it's good. You're you know? good. Yeah. Um, they always just give us food for thought, and yeah, I really appreciate them. Actually, Jason Ross was just in Seattle last night, and we went out and Aww. saw him at Q, and he played an epic set. Um, That's Demibo awesome. Opened for him too, so it was like we were all there, and Demibo played a techno set. Oh my what? god! What phenomenal. Oof. Yeah, more and more artists are dabbling in techno sets. I'm very, very here for it. I think, who was it? Somebody is going to be playing one of the art cars at EDC next week. I think it was Born Dirty, something like that. And it said like techno set. And it, yes. Lil Texas has a techno alias. I found that out this oh, week. What? <laughs> Apparently, it's. I think it's called Diamond Dallas Tex. It's on one of the art cars. It's Lil Texas playing a techno set. Love it. I might have to go see that. Yeah. Right. <laughs> that's what I, I said. About yeah, yeah, yeah. So that'll be side note. Yep. But that's 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 good to hear. I mean, it seems like you guys do have like a really, really tight knit um group. And I mean it it just you can tell that even through social media, which I know not everything on social media is real, but I think you can just see like you guys have such genuine friendships with the people on the label too. Yeah. I'm yeah. I'm happy that they're they're such cool guys because mm -hmm. It, I don't think it would be as fun if they were lame. Yeah. <laughs> you got to be on a whole tour with them the whole time. That's the thing is like, they're just so unapologetically themselves. Like, yeah. they're not like stuck up, like we're cooler than everybody. They're very weird and it makes them so fun <laughs> to hang out with. Yeah. You know? I like, think my friend, my friend Shannon was on Groove Cruise and she was like French braiding Sam's hair. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah. Cute. yeah. Yeah. She said they were, they were all amazing, but no, it's, it's good to hear. And I think you guys have a lot like ahead of you, like we're just chatting EDC, but I know you're also doing like a pop-up shop too for red right before the red rock show, I think. Right. Mm -hmm. Yep. So you have prep for that. I think it, that's a gem and Tory headline, uh, pre-party situation. Yeah. Which mm -hmm. is cool. Mm -hmm. Um, that's going to be really fun. We actually just got, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, but I'm going to say it anyways. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Jeff's art director, Daniel, um, he came up with a whole cocktail list that's like all seven oh lines song related and just like reimagine the drink. Oh, that's sick. It's going to be really cool. So little touches like that are like super, super fun. And mm -hmm. I love that. Oh, that's I wish I could go. It's the same weekend as Electric Forest. Otherwise, oh, I would be I know I've like had this ticket for three going on three years now. Yeah. <laughs> it's right. crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Finally happening this year. But no, I mean. Any other dream venues for you guys or dream cities that you want to play? Chambla. I really That's a great one. Because I've never been. And mm -hmm. um, all of my friends have gone for so many years, but there's always been some work thing I couldn't take off or whatever. Mm -hmm. And it's never worked out. But I just love the the weirdness and like, you know, at those festivals where everybody's pranking each other and like mm – -hmm. <laughs> I just love that shit. Yeah. I mean, it's so funny. And the camping festivals where people are 
um, basically just staying at the, the festival for a week. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a fend for yourself, like a Burning Man type thing, you know? Where I was just going to ask you guys that because how many times have you guys done Burning Man? I've never been. She's oh, you never done it. I've never done it. Yeah. We were going to go in 2020. Yeah. We were all going to do a lot of things back then. Right. A lot of things. <laughs> um, but yeah, and we are, we're super busy this right. year. And the, the weekend before and the weekend of mm-hmm. Burning Man is both booked. And I just don't think we can make it happen this year. But yeah. Next, next year is our goal. Yeah. Awesome. Always the goal, you know. Um, I, I mean, I've been six or seven times now. Over wow. The last thirteen years or something. Um, You're a pro. <laughs> I've, I always thought like I could never do it because I'm just like I would need to fend for myself. I could not make it. But I feel like <clears throat> if you go with a vet or with like a big group of people, you'll be fine. Yeah, I think that <clears throat> having the right people with you is. Um, you don't want any whingers, you know what I mean? Mm. You don't want people complaining a lot because it does, right. at some point in the week, you're going to have a mental breakdown. Like sure. that is a guarantee. <laughs> okay, just great. Like, know that. Noted. Um, <laughs> and if you can go with somebody who's been before, um, I think that would take, I didn't, but mm-hmm. if you can, I would recommend it. Well, highly recommend it. <laughs> it takes a lot of the anxiety off the situation. Um, yep. My biggest thing that I've learned over the years is, meal prep every day um every day you're going to be out there meal prep bring two gallons of water for yourself every day for Mm -hmm. every day for drinking and the rest is pretty much just like have fun make sure you have Mm -hmm. a really good shelter um you know I've also done it in a tent like wow yeah we (laughs) yeah I've been in a lot of different conditions right it's it's a big one but it's also very much worth it and it will definitely change you it changed me completely Mm -hmm. um I came back and like bought myself a sewing machine and started making clothes like I was like wow like I need to do I need to do and look way better than I was (laughs) (laughs) yeah it like kick-started my like love for fashion and creating my own clothes so that's awesome to hear awesome yeah that's, uh, I think my dream festival, now that I've been, I went for the first time this year, is I really want to play Coachella now. Yeah. Because I had so much fun. Did you, which weekend did you go? Weekend two. Okay. What'd um, you think? What, what were like the big key takeaways from the weekend? Go with, again, go with like a group of people that like you trust and that has really clear communication. Mm-hmm. Um, it is it's really spread out. So like definitely comfortable shoes. I wore brand new b- boots on the first day. Big. I mean, Uh-oh. Yep. I'm brand, I was brand new. I was like, what am I doing? Right. Comfort over fashion with the yeah. shoes. Yes. My best friend had to carry me out on his back the whole day. Oh like, no. That was yep. uh, but it was so much fun. And I think I, I really, I don't know. I can't, I can't pick a stage that I liked the best. Mm-hmm. So I'm not even going to try, but yeah. I, I just had so much fun. I, I don't know from like going to see like Anna and like Art Bat and then Jeez. like switching over and going to see like Harry Styles and Doja Cat and like mm-hmm. Megan Thee Stallion. And I was like, this is literally everything. This is yeah. like my right. entire Spotify in one spot. Yeah. Like I'm <laughs> stoked on this. That's so uh, true. That is the cool thing about Coachella is yeah. the diversity. Yeah. 
because everything we play is just EDM, you know, and Coachella mm-hmm. was the, I went in 2000, what was it, maybe 16 or something, I didn't mm-hmm. go with Emma this year, it was like a birthday thing with her and her friends, Aww. but um, I love Coachella too, so look out for Jim and Tori at the Do Lab, because yeah, we're, we're manifesting, happen. yeah, I'm manifesting <laughs> manifesting it and and like kind of last thoughts just to wrap up here too like I know it's kind of impossible to predict what will happen in a year anymore but I'm gonna ask anyway like where do you guys see that you know yourself in a year or two years from now I didn't see a year (laughs) main stage last year so it's honestly can I just say before we wrap up that Mm -hmm. you were a big inspiration for me when I saw the video that you made last year about the artist to look out for next year, mm-hmm. the fact that you added us in there and you said, I'm really excited to see what Jim and Tori do. That was a time that I didn't really think we were going to do much. Yeah. And wow. I think that really gave me a lot of inspiration of like, and oh push. my God, yeah. like <laughs> people are kind of watching and like mm-hmm. you have faith in me. I should have faith in me too. That's and I so think- cool. Yeah, I think that you were a very big catalyst for me, like believing that I could do something bigger than the live streams we were doing in our house. Mm. And I think it's really cool that you had faith in us at that time. And seeing how far we've come in a year is it's hard to say where we're going to go, you know, next year. But we have a lot of songs in the works um and some collabs with people mm-hmm. that we're working on and you know we're gonna we have a lot of fun ideas for like yeah. curating mm-hmm. stages to bring um artists up with us that maybe don't get the same recognition that they should have for their mm-hmm. talent yeah um because we were obviously given an amazing opportunity with Ophelia and mm-hmm. Jeff trusting us without much experience of being on stage to be able to open such big epic parties for him and yeah mm-hmm. i mean the artists on ophelia are all legendary people so it's been pretty cool that we've had the opportunity yeah, yeah. i definitely want to in the next couple of years as we build out like the artwork for gem and Tori, and as we build out the world a little bit more i want to get more into like the stage curation vibe and yeah have specific like gem and tori stage that like mm-hmm. you know we can like feature artists that we've chosen that we like that like yeah you know because i love going to festivals and going to the smaller stages and like seeing people play on an art car or something that mm-hmm. just threw down i mean yeah. i'm texting this guy that played at project glow and he's <laughs> so good and he didn't get very much recognition there. And I'm like, dude, yeah. like, I want you to open for us. Like, I want to, you That's need awesome. more recognition, you know? <laughs> yeah. Oh, totally. And so that, I think, is something that we have big goals for mm-hmm. to try to help the community and people to give them opportunity the way that we were given as much totally. as we can. 
Yeah, you know? that's one. You're gonna make me cry before too. I'm like, not my <laughs> Pisces ass crying in this podcast. <laughs> I think you literally you forget. I'm sure you guys feel the same too. Like you forget because I film alone. Like I just sit in this office and film. You literally forget that people watch you sometimes. Yeah. So and until you're like you have the moments at festivals, which is amazing because you finally get to meet people in real life who actually like watch your stuff or listen to you. So no, I mean I listened to your EP on repeat. Let me tell you, it was yeah. it was so good. So no, I'm. So so I'm so happy for you guys. And I totally agree with you. Um, I, I love LP Giobi and she got to curate her Fem House art car this year, which is like all female and non-binary artists. I think it's on Sunday. So seeing that happen is that. fucking awesome. Yeah. So it's, it's cool. And I think that's one of the best parts is like being able to, to give back, which I know you guys will do. So, sure. so many good things come in. I'm so excited yeah. for you guys. Thank you. Thanks. Of course. All right. Last up, I have a quick lightning round. Oh, okay. Style of questions. This is just like, we, I already asked you number one, but this kind of like goes up separately as a clip just for people to get to know you on another level. But so we already did your big three. So we got that out of the way, but what, what is one topic outside of music that you could talk about forever? That's a hard question because <laughs> I love music. Yeah. <laughs> I could talk about my cat for literally ever. Yeah. Just any animal in general, but specifically my cat. Your cat. Yep. <laughs> you can pick music yeah. if you want to pick music. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's hard. Yeah. Uh I'm gonna say music. Fair enough. Yes. I was trying to stump you on that one. <laughs> uh, who is your favorite non-EDM artist? Stevie Nicks. Nice. Yeah, I was going to say Fleetwood Mac. Yeah, probably. Mm. Stevie Nicks, for sure. Oh, that's awesome. Okay, go-to drink, alcoholic or non-alcoholic? Uh, espresso martini. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my claw still? I'm yeah. still I'm sorry. It just is easy. I love it. It's easy. Girl, I got to get you some beatbox. Right. Have you heard I, of those? Actually, I really want to try one. So, Oh my God. Well, I'm going to, I do their social media now part-time. So I will 100% be sending you. Oh, <laughs> we're, a, we're a sponsor of um, EDC too. So there's going to be awesome. so much beatbox at EDC. Oh, very, very dangerous, okay. <laughs> but they're good. Um, okay. Dream vacation spot. Oh, there's so many that I want to go to. I didn't travel much before music, but what would you say? I want to go to Europe. I've been I've never to, been. I've been mm. to Oh, Egypt. I want to go to the Giza Plateau. Nice. Beautiful. And you said Europe? Yeah. I mean, Just anywhere. vacation though, honestly, yeah. I've been to Hawaii a lot and I love Hawaii. It's mm. the hikes and the waterfalls there are True. absolutely amazing. The energy of the grounds there is just like another level. Like you step okay. off the plane and it just feels like, whoa. Beautiful. Okay. Final answer. Hawaii. Uh, okay. What's your favorite takeout? Thai food. Thai. Definitely Thai. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I need it. I asked that because I'm ordering something after this and didn't know <laughs> what food to order. <laughs> so now I'm ordering Thai food. Nice. Okay. Perfect. Uh, TV show you could binge watch over and over again. Uh, new Girl. Our flag means the office, (laughs) the office, my answer too. All right. Uh, one song you're addicted to right now. 
in a minute. I'm gonna need a oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> TikTok. I woke, up, I woke up this morning and I had to have Alexa play it and <laughs> Jeff came out and he literally put his earbuds in and no. walked away. Yeah. <laughs> Not again. <laughs> TikTok. Yeah. Yep. She plays the flute in that track. Are you kidding me? You <laughs> love Lizzo. I love her. Um, this song's been my favorite song for a long time, actually. But What is Real by Rodriguez Jr. is Ooh. so good. Like, I could put that song on all day, every day and be happy. Okay, I'm gonna check that so, one out. Yeah. Um, if you could eat one meal for the rest of your life, what would it be? Uh, that's hard. Peanut butter toast. Sounds like a bloated. <laughs> you had that one on lock. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, I guess same. I eat peanut butter toast every morning. So yeah, we both I do. Feel oh. happy. Honestly, as soon as I take the last bite, I'm kind of sad it's gone. Yeah, I, I just want to keep eating. I don't just know peanut butter toast? You put banana on it or just, just straight up? Toast. Yeah. So good. You have oh, to do it okay. right out of the toaster, though, because then it melts. No, yeah. Yeah. Have- Very <sighs> unexpected answer. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> uh, okay, last two. Your dream collaboration. Honestly, I'm going to say Jeff. Mm-hmm. Like That's cute. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say Camel Fat because Ooh, interesting. Okay. They're amazing. They gave us a lot of inspiration for our first EP. Yeah, um, they did. I think them mm. and Gorgon City were like most of our inspiration. Love so them. Just, you know, elements of the songs. But yeah, I really like Camel Fat stuff. Yeah. Those are all such good answers. I thought you were going to say Lizzo. <laughs> No, that'd be okay. great. Well, I can't I'm just kidding. Yeah. Oh, those would all be so Throw good. Okay. Cat in there too. Yeah. <laughs> She's nuts in the best way possible. I love her on TikTok. Uh, okay. Last question. What's one thing you both admire about each other? Her drive and her relentless need to keep going. Mm-hmm. Always. Yeah, that's cute. <laughs> I say definitely Emma's charisma. She's Aww. very cute, and her loving, fun energy is super contagious. And when I'm feeling too serious, it keeps me in check. That's awesome. We had to end on a love love fest note, you guys. It was so nice chatting with you today. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I hope you had fun. I hope you're feeling better. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. you. I am. I'm feeling better now. I think you helped. Good. Yeah, I always, I swear I always feel like I'm always like buzzing after after my interviews. It's just such such a good exchange of energy. It puts me in the totally. best mood. Yeah, so it was so nice officially meeting with you guys and chatting with you. Oh wait, plug plug where everybody can find you before I let you go. Every across all socials is all at Gem and Tori. Um and our SoundCloud, our Instagram, our TikTok, which we haven't worked on that very well, right. but we'll we're <laughs> okay. <on it. laughs> um, yeah, so everything's at Gem and Tori. And if you click the link in our Instagram bio, it'll come up with like our link tree that has like all of our SoundClouds and our links to our shows that are upcoming. And Sweet. we have some really cool ones coming up. So go check it out. Hell yes. Are you guys going to have new merch soon? I want to get merch. Yes very soon okay cool i'm excited for that we're gonna do a little summer summer situation nice oh my gosh okay cool i'm so excited everybody go check them out at edc las vegas opening kinetic field on friday be there ladies it was absolutely amazing chatting with you thank you so much for coming on 
Thank you. So amazing talking to you, Emma. Thank you. Thanks, guys. All right, hang tight. Everybody else will be back in just a second with some EDM news. Alrighty, you guys. I hope you enjoyed that interview with Gem and Tori. Like I said, that was like a fangirl moment for me. So that was so cool. They are the most sweet, genuine people ever, which I already knew they would be, but like very, very cool to talk to them, learn more about their story, um, and just like see the other side of what an artist's life is like. And I'm really glad that we talked a lot about like self-care and therapy because it really is important um, whether you're a touring musician or not to, to have those those times to like have a better work-life balance. Um, I'm working on that as well. So it was really amazing chatting with them today. Again, you guys, links below. Go stream their music. Show them some love and support. Tell them Ro Rave Culture Cast sent you. Um, again, I will be at their set at Kinetic Field 7 p.m. They're the opening set um, on Friday for the whole weekend, so that's going to be huge. So please show up, show them some love. Um, okay, let's dive into our Rave Culture Cast recap because we got a bunch of news. I want to do the lineups first because we had a couple lineup drops here. So um, Austin City Limits is a two-day festival in Austin, Texas in October. Um, it's a multi-genre festival, so they just dropped a pretty big lineup. Um, I would say the big notable people, I'm a huge Paramore fan, like my pop punk days, that was my favorite band. So Paramore is on here, Flume, SZA, Pink, Red Hot Chili Peppers, and then dance music wise, like Purple Disco Machine's great. You've got Diplo, you've got Zoo, I would never miss a Zoo set, he's always awesome. I really don't know a lot of these other names, like multi-genre festivals are not my thing, to be honest. Um, I just really like straight up dance music the whole time, so yeah. <laughs> if you guys like this, then I think you'll have a good time. Uh, Holy Shipwrecked also dropped their lineup. So yet again, we're, I, do, I wonder if Holy Ship is literally ever going to come back because we're the only cruise ship right now is Groove Cruise and then Friendship, which I'm going to talk about in a second. But Holy Shipwrecked is once again going to be an all-inclusive event. Um, it's a resort party in the Riviera Maya, Mexico, which obviously is beautiful. I'm never going to complain about an all-inclusive. Like really, really want to do that at some point for a festival great lineup really good mix you got a ton of house music on here you've got some bass music as well i mean right off the bat dom dalla dimension is pretty big honey love john summit lane eight la youth big you've got the desert hearts hearts guys on here valentino khan wax motif walker and royce like really great lineup so that is open um day trip la also dropped their lineup i just did a full review on this it should be up at this point if you guys want to like have artist rec recommendations because i dissect the lineup for you but like this is house music heaven um literally says it on the flyer house music all day long this is insomniac's house festival in socal so um definitely check that out i do have tickets available through insomniac so if you guys want to purchase my affiliate tickets link down below and then what else do we have? Oh, I didn't even know this existed, but there's Beyond Wonderland Monterey, which I didn't know they had that location. So they dropped their lineup a couple of days ago. So that is up um, pretty cool. And that's in November, November 5th. So it's a single day event. Okay, and then in other news outside of lineup drops, I had to talk about this because this looks insane. So Tomorrowland just announced a whole new like experience I would call it that they're doing it's called Terra Solis Dubai it's a desert experience in Dubai it's like lodging like glamping essentially 
Then there's like beautiful pools, almost like a mesa, different restaurants. I, I was looking at the restaurants. It almost sounded like communal eating, like you share plates. Um, and then there's obviously like music as well. But it's running from September this year to June 2023. So it's only like temporary. Um, but you can start booking your tents or areas you want to stay in. Like I said, it's like out there in its own area. So really, really cool. It was obviously a little expensive. But I mean, if you've always wanted to go to Dubai, like this looks absolutely gorgeous. So that's called Terrasolis Dubai from Tomorrowland. And then I wanted to talk about this announcement from Excision because I thought this was really fucking cool. But he announced um, a bass music initiative that he's going to do, which was, I didn't know this about him, but he said he was in a car accident when he was two years old and I guess was left some money because of that accident, which helped him then like jumpstart his career and be able to afford certain things to start a career in music because obviously equipment is very expensive and um, if you are in a less fortunate situation where you're not able to afford certain things like obviously that is a setback so he is offering um, a grant so he's going to provide 10 underrepresented and underprivileged artists with ten thousand dollars each in funding to help bolster their music careers, along with an assortment of software and equipment from sponsors. This is why Excision's the GOAT. I mean, it's really incredible. He's always giving back. He's always doing something for his community, so that's really fucking cool. There's information on their, in their bio, so at Excision on Instagram if you guys want to go check out um, the new music initiative, but I think that that's amazing. So I wanted to shout that out. The sponsors are really, really cool as well. And then lastly, um, actually two things. Like I mentioned, Friendship announced that they are coming back. Cruise ships were hit very, very hard with COVID, as we all know. Um, so we haven't had the cruise festivals in a while. Um, Groove Cruise did happen this year, but Friendship is making its return. Um, I think it's like February 27th through like March 3rd, I want to say, 2023. I'm pretty sure it's completely sold out because they posted that all of their cabins were gone. So that went fast. I was literally considering going to this because I've always wanted to go on a cruise ship. So I don't think that's going to happen anymore. But four nights in Miami, private island, no lineup yet. That shit went fast. Maybe they'll add a second sailing. That would be cool. And then last up, I know this was long, but um, Ultra Miami did announce that they came to an agreement with the city of Miami and they officially passed that, or I don't know if they passed. Yeah, they unanimously passed a resolution officially making Bay, Bayfront Park Ultra Miami's home through 2027. So the festival is going to be there for the next five years, which is crazy. Again, I have my reviews about Ultra. There's a lot of issues with that location, but it is pretty iconic. Um, and it's nice not to just like be moving all the time. So anyways, that's that. They're going to be at Bayfront for the next five years. So hopefully there will be no more issues with the city anymore. Um, but that is everything, you guys. Thank you so much for hanging out till the end of the episode with me here. Um, again, I hope you like the new setup. It feels very casual and cozy and I'm loving it. Um, Thank you so much for coming on, Gem and Tori. It was so great chatting with you guys. Again, show them some love and support. I'll see you at their EDC set. Uh, the last thing I have to say, if you guys enjoy this podcast, it's a podcast for free. I do this because I love it. Uh, if you enjoy it, tell somebody about it. Make this your Instagram story today and tag at Rave Culture Cast. Even better, write a review on Apple Podcasts or rate us on Spotify. Like anything you can do to just throw some love is very much appreciated. So thank you guys so much for doing that. Um, all my links will be down below. Come join our Facebook group and Discord. We've got some amazing um, communities going on over there. So yeah, 
Thank you guys so much for listening. I will see you at EDC in literally two days. I can't believe it. So pumped. There's not going to be an episode next week. I have already cleared my calendar for next week and giving myself a break. So uh, my EDC Las Vegas review will be up. I think it's like June 2nd is that following Wednesday. So I will see you guys then. Have an amazing, safe EDC. Bye, guys.